What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I am Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trade, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Yeah. You had I, think a I, little... said, I think I said trade and not trades. And it threw, it threw, threw you off a little off, bit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Trades. Plural. Well, you made it through it. I made it through. Wow. I'm glad we're on the <laughs> other side of that. It's a good start. Yep, yep, yep. And it's going to be a very exciting episode this week. Yeah. It's going to be very... What are you ex- talking about, Sean? <laughs> well, what we're <laughs> going to talk about... We're going to, we're going to cover a couple things. Okay. We're going to cover a couple things uh, that are fresh on our minds okay. because, like usual, we're always trying to implement new things, and we have a couple fresh things on our mind yeah. Yeah, this yeah. week in particular, and one of them is time tracking. And I thought you were about to say time traveling. Well, that's going to... I was thinking maybe that for next week. Oh, okay. So this one's Come just time that. tracking, <laughs> uh, and, and kind of using that as a tool to get a better handle on your numbers and also evaluating where you can use more help as far as what you can outsource, what you spend the most time on, all of those kind of things, and when it's the right time to hire somebody for a certain task. Yeah. So we're going to cover that. And I thought we could also cover a little bit of what we're doing, working through our wait list, how we're going to kick off uh, our projects for next year. Okay. Because I think I think we have come up with a pretty good a pretty good method for really getting people jazzed up about hiring us. Like making it a little yeah. bit more than just hi, we build backyard, you pay. It's <laughs> like uh, more of more of it feels like an experience. Yeah. Everything I hope about that's how it. it comes across, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that's due to the very cool letter that you sent out to the wait list. But we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Do you want to... I would love a beer. Yeah. So I was at the store and yep. these Bud Light Limes just, they were speaking to me through the glass. And I, I don't said, think I've ever had a Bud Light Lime no? before. Oh, no. they're delightful. It's like one of those things that you're like, oh, what a loser drinking Bud Light Lime. <laughs> and then you have one, you're like, this is actually this pretty, is pretty good. good. Yeah. It's brewed with uh, real lime peels, so... All natural. Delicious. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. So, because I was kind of in the mood for like a beer this week. Mm. You know? Yeah, this is good. I felt like uh, we did a lot of work this week. We made a lot yeah. of progress. We should probably update people on, on kind of where we're at yeah. with, uh, with our projects. And it just felt like a beer week. And then I saw the lime and I was like, what a perfect combination of hardworking beer juice and... <laughs> <laughs> a little fruity flavor for some refreshment. A little bit of fun. A little bit of fun. I like that. That's all what right. we're all about. So, uh, yeah. How was your week? It was a good week. It felt like one of the more productive weeks that we've ever had. It was... Coming hot off yeah. the tails of 10Xing, I guess, maybe. Yeah. That might have been it. Maybe we're still subconsciously Just 10Xing? Maybe. I, I feel like it was a mindset shift. So, whether we're yeah. 10Xing or not, we have we have really... It's ingrained in, in our DNA yeah, at this point. Yeah. We are just 10Xers, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we are. Uh, yeah. So it felt busy, and it, it felt busy, but in a good, productive way. Not like a bad, busy yeah. way. So we are we have been on a, a job for like two and a half months, and now we are waiting for some things to get done there that we yeah. are not doing till we can complete it. So we started another job and we're at the framing stage and framing is probably my favorite part. Yeah. I just love it. The whole project, like 
comes together. You see the shape of it. And we've been there like seven days now, and it's really, we've got an 800 square foot deck completely framed up. We've got the roof framed up. Roofers are coming tomorrow. We've got fireplace wall. We've got an outdoor kitchen. All of that's framed up. It's ready yeah. to go. Uh, really, it really went pretty well. So I feel like framing days are always such a, um, like a little bit of a, like, they throw me for a loop because I'm always like, we've done so, like, it's a, this massive structure is, like, yeah. done in seven days. We built this thing in seven days. Why do these projects take so long? <laughs> yeah. Because you built this huge thing, and it's like, what's it, What's taking so long after this? But yeah. it's all the extra stuff that it takes is. a while. But it, is. it does feel good to be framed. The clients always think that, too. They're like, oh, I, I can't believe you guys are, like, almost <laughs> done. I'm like, trust me, it's going to slow down yeah. really soon. <laughs> don't worry. We ain't going anywhere quick. Uh, but... Still, overall, I feel like we we planned this one out really well. All the material yeah. ordering, like everything, was really prepped uh, to ensure that it went really well yeah. from the get go. So that's always good. We set ourselves up for success. Yeah, on this one we did. We did. So because we're always learning from our mistakes and uh, yeah, the last project there was just so many changes, so many things that got added on the fly that it was. It was something that you couldn't really plan for anyway. So yeah. I think it made us super hungry to get back to sort of like a regular job where yeah. we do know what we're, <laughs> what we're going to be doing. Uh, yeah, that job just started to feel like like going to Like a we job. just worked there. Like we just worked yeah, there. Like, and it was like, okay, today I guess go, I don't know. You want to build a turf field? Sure, try that yeah. out. And if we wanted to, I'm sure we could have turned it into that. Because yeah. they want us to just stay forever <laughs> and keep doing stuff for them. Yeah. They're an amazing client, but uh, but yeah, it just it throws you for a loop after yeah. a while when you're on yeah, the same project. Yeah, we're not used project. to that. It's like, yeah. yeah, it feels... So it's been nice to have a change of scenery, and it'll be nice to get back and finally put the finishing touches on that because mm -hmm. the after pictures are going to be really sweet. Yeah. Really exciting. Definitely. So uh, let's get into, let's get into the, as they say, the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. All right. So, I get. Let's start with the time tracking that we decided to do. Uh, how we're implementing that, why, and lead it off because yeah. you're the. We kind of hashed it out. We we, we spitballed some ideas of what we want to track, mm -hmm. and then you came up with the whole system. Yeah. So, I don't understand it. <laughs> you explain it, please. Um. Yeah. So we decided that we needed to track what we're spending our time doing more precisely. It's kind of everything was just kind of ambiguous when we're bidding out jobs. It's just kind of like we, this is how long it takes because that's how long we think it takes. But we wanted a more scientific, really yeah. um, nitty gritty, down to the hour kind of situation of like how much time we are spending on these jobs doing each separate task. So I created a whole spreadsheet system with... Um, little drop downs you can choose who's doing what each day so not only will we know how much time we're spending on these things we'll know like how much time like anthony is spending doing roof framing or yeah. yet so we wanted to know nitty-gritty details and um i think it's gonna be great i think it's really gonna be a game changer and i think so not only it's gonna help to know these things but i think it's gonna just make us more mindful of just as we're doing it you know we plug in like roof framing again and we're like why are we doing that for so long like what's happening yeah. right now what can we do to make it faster so 
in the long run, I think it's going to be great. But even in the short term, I think it's just going to be so good to be mindful of just kind of what everyone's doing. And we're even tracking our own stuff. Like if we're editing or just doing permits or business stuff, we're tracking we're trying yeah. to track everything. So that business miscellaneous category is really adding. Up. Yeah, I'm thinking about dividing that into a couple yeah. different things. So. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good, and I'm know, really excited for it. We talked a lot about time management in our time management episode, obviously. So I think yeah. that this is you know a way that we grew from that. Yeah. And I'm pretty proud of that spreadsheet. I got it color coded and everything. It's like. What color is I associated forgot. for Catherine? I'm pink. Because you're a lady. Because I'm a lady. It's very sexist of you. Yeah, well, turns out I do just like the color pink. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a nice color. Uh, so yeah, we divided everything into every person has their own column. Yeah. And we divided the day because the issue I think that we had more than anything was we could always look back at, at old jobs and figure out how many days were we there, you know, and, and see like the whole picture yeah. as far as that goes. But our projects are... They're similar to an extent, but they're also very different from one another. So mm-hmm. I think this is going to help like really break down exactly what elements take the longest. Because yeah. on these bigger projects, there's always like each one we kind of learn something new. It's like, oh, this these details took way longer than expected. This is right. something that I kind of overlooked. So I think having that running tally is going to be a game changer for us. Mm-hmm. And... Like you said, it also just just the fact that, you know, you're going to have to put something in that spreadsheet at the end of the day. It makes you more mindful of like, okay, let's actually do something. Yeah, (laughs) let's make sure that we are set up to be productive today because we have to record it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited for it. Yeah. And we'll we'll break it down a little bit more. What we did was each person has their own column. Yeah. And then we divided the day into a.m. and p.m. Yes. So instead of doing it like hourly, because our projects are really big, like we're on a project for, I'd say, minimum a month. Right. So we don't need it like 6.5 hours on this task. And that would be too hard to track. But we can look back at what each person did that day mm-hmm. and say, OK, they spent the morning doing deck framing and excuse me, uh, PM doing accessory framing, which yeah. could include like building out a fireplace or building out an outdoor kitchen. And then there's also a notes section yeah. for each column, which I think is great. Yep. So, and I just do a little log of the, the what actually happened during that day. Yeah. So, and each person has different tasks. Like, yeah, I have different tasks than you because we do different things, and then I have different tasks than Anthony and Jose and Tom because they all do different things too. So, everyone has their own tasks assigned to them. Yeah. So I th- I think it's going to be great. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be the biggest thing to happen to Premier Outdoor Living <laughs> since uh, the invention of the the deck. Whoa. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> uh, what what do you think is going to be like the biggest impact of this time tracking? Like what is it going to impact um, the most? Pricing or give me your thoughts. I just feel like it's going to do like... I think it's going to touch a little bit of everything because not only are we doing this time tracking, we're also going to try to do better like weekly tracking of just what needs to get done rather than just letting things happen. Kind of like, okay, this is the next step. We're going to do that tomorrow. This is the next step. We're going to do that tomorrow. We're going to, we also have another new calendar where we'll plan out our weeks and this is what has to happen each day. 
Yeah. Um, so I think that just getting into a mindset of more mindfully doing these things, that's just going to help us improve time altogether. Yeah. So I'd say. I think, and, and I mean, hopefully it helps us bet with scheduling. I mean, scheduling is always tough and yeah. we were looking for a way to get better with that. And I'm hoping yeah. that that helps this, but we'll see how it goes yeah. on that front. I think it definitely will because I think we'll just be able to, especially after we've tracked a couple projects, we'll be able to get a better idea of, okay, we're doing this 400 square foot roof. Yeah. Uh, that with all of the trim details that are associated with that, you know, we're going to spend an average of this amount of, of time on it. So I think we'll be able to price it a little bit more accurately, but yeah. also gauge the time yeah. that it's going to take. So hopefully that helps our scheduling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could really use it. Yeah. We could definitely really use a little yeah. bit of improvement on the scheduling side. So yeah. hopefully that helps. I feel like pricing helps. and scheduling kind of go hand in hand. We get a better grip on the scheduling. Yeah. It will help the pricing part too. So absolutely. So. Yeah. Big improvements. Big improvements happening here at Premier Outdoor Living. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I think it's going to help us do is just identify what parts of like what tasks are taking the most time. Yeah. So for us, for example, editing is one of our tasks that, you know, it's a regular thing that we do so we can track. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, This week we spent 12 hours editing. Then we can kind of do an analysis like, okay, this is becoming a huge bottleneck. Like we shouldn't be spending this much time editing each week when we could be doing other things either in the field or just working on the business in general. So identifying things like that, that we can either hire in or outsource, I think is going to be a really critical uh, element to our growth. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of leads into our next topic of assessing when we need to hire someone else. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that's it for I think, that. Yeah. That's it on that topic. Um, no, I think that, I think we've, we're in a very comfortable spot, but I think that we need to hire a new carpenter. Yeah. Help I, us move along, move along a little bit quicker. I agree. I think we definitely have the, the, the projects are big enough to accommodate an extra person on site to help things move along. Yeah. Uh, it will just really emphasize the need to be organized and planning ahead so that we don't have like a bottleneck on site where, okay, these materials aren't here yet. We're waiting for that. So it's going to be a little bit slow. Uh, okay, you do this a little bit. We can do a little bit of that. If we have the projects really planned out to a T and everything can move on like smoothly and there's no hiccups, I think an extra person would be great, but it just puts a little bit more pressure on us to make sure everything's lined up. Right. Which Which is a good thing. It's a great thing. I perform the best under pressure. (laughs) I only perform under pressure. You really have to like put pressure on me to do anything. So, uh, I agree. I think, That is like our number, our number one thing to grow the business is do the projects faster. Yeah. I think we can still add at least one more person to the crew and still be a one job at a time business, which it would be a humongous shift in our, 
our business model, in our just everything if we switch to multiple jobs at a time. So I think our priority right now is really just maximize, like what is the most amount of people that we can keep busy on one site to get the jobs done the fastest? Yeah. Let's let's find out that limit. I think we should, yeah. It's exciting. (laughs) Have you ever seen the show Nathan for you? Um, yes. Okay. One of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, but he, it's on Comedy Central and he does like, it's kind of like a, almost like a mockumentary style where he goes into real businesses, but gives them like really insane ideas to improve their business. And there's one for a maid service that he goes to and he says, uh, how long does it typically take to clean a house? And the lady's like, well, with two maids, it takes like two or three hours. And he's like, okay, well, by that math, that means 40 maids could clean a house in six minutes. (laughs) So he gets like, they get 40 maids together and they plan out the whole thing and they clean the the entire house in like seven minutes or something. But we could do that. We could have 40 carpenters on site build a project in like three days. We'd be done so fast. So fast. We could work around the clock too. It'd be like tag teams. Yeah. Double shift. That'd be nice. Uh... Also reminds me of another thing that I started watching on Netflix, Instant Dream Home. You yeah, seen that? I haven't seen it yet, but you, you've told me about it. It's the most ridiculously absurd <laughs> television program I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. And I really encourage everyone in the trades to watch that show. They come in and do a complete home makeover in 12 hours. It is like the most ridiculous, yeah. like, hack job. And you said I've complete, like, complete they're like, doing everything like exterior interior exterior, interior paint the everything whole nine. yeah it is so ridiculous and that gives me anxiety I, I can't even i don't even like to think about that yeah it's it's really <laughs> I mean, I would want re- that. like what if someone said catherine we will do your house top to bottom it's going to be gorgeous it's only going to take us 12 hours i was like i'd be like absolutely not no, well, thank you well yeah you don't know about it somebody it was a I surprise? It's a surprise. I guess. I don't know, but it doesn't really seem like a surprise. It mean, like, can't be a surprise. Yeah, that's that's breaking and entering. <laughs> that seems Somebody like, like nominates and entering. Him. I don't know. It's just absolutely absurd and ridiculous. And uh, But it's kind of a, a fun watch if you're in the trades to just yeah. be like, this is insane. <laughs> anyway, I think we can we can take a little bit of that, that essence yeah. and see how we can really maximize our efficiency and... Uh, Really churn through these projects. Yeah, I think that that's a that's a cool, exciting proposition for us. And when you hire a new, let's say, carpenter, yeah, do you prefer to hire someone who has like a bunch of experience, or do you are do you look for someone who's ready to be molded? I think it takes a while, and it, like yeah. it takes away from productivity to train somebody for a while. So it does. What's your thought on that? I think kind of a middle ground. You don't want somebody that is like so, you know, ingrained in the way that they do things because we do like a little bit of everything and it would be really rare to find somebody that has experience like working for a company exactly like ours, like just doing outdoor projects. But those outdoor projects involve a huge array of different tasks. Like we have rough framing, we have trim carpentry, we have pavers. We have just everything, really. Yeah. Um, so I think it'd be really hard to find somebody with all of those skill sets. So I think you have to find somebody with attitude, like a really good attitude, first of all. That's that's 
most important to me, I think. But also, they have to have, like, that inclination towards doing stuff with their hands. Yeah. I think Tom's a good example of that. He didn't really have any experience building decks. I mean, he built his own deck and, you know, stuff like that. But he's just, like, comfortable around tools, and he's really good at picking things up and, yeah. and you know, not having to show him a hundred times, just explaining it, showing him what it's supposed to look like. And he's like, okay, I got it. Yeah. You know, cause he's got a good attitude. He's got a good attitude. Yeah. Uh, and most of the stuff that we do, it's not that hard. You know, you just have to have an attention to detail yeah. and care what the end result looks like. But like, we're not doing any, we're not, we're not doing rocket science here. The techniques are pretty simple. It's just putting all of those simple techniques together taking your time, making sure that it looks good. Yeah. And uh, some people have that, some people don't. Yeah, but I wonder, I feel like maybe, excuse me, you just feel that way because you've done it so much and you're so used to it. I feel like other people looking in feel like carpentry is incredibly confusing. It's a lot of math. It's like a little bit of math, but it's like the simplest math ever, you know? I guess. I don't know. I feel like everyone looks at everyone else's profession like, oh my gosh, that's so hard. But the person who's doing it is like, this is second nature. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. But I think, there you go. That's a perfect example of attitude. You got to have a can-do attitude. True. You got to be like, yeah, I can do this. No problem. <laughs> uh, but also have respect for the trade to say, you know what? I'm going to be willing to learn and be open. So. That's true. That's something. I think at this stage, uh, we could really use somebody that is young, hungry, energetic, willing to learn, and that's going to do a little bit of everything. I think we could yeah. use another gopher, as they say. <laughs> you know what that is? A gopher? Yeah, like gopher that. Gopher that. Gopher that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's like a nice thing, though. I thought that was like not a nice thing to call somebody. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. But that's how you treat the new guy on a construction site. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like we need... Um, I mean, the carpentry side is great, and Anthony and you, too, would be great mentors. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of feel like we need somebody who's more into hardscaping. That's true. That's my thought process. It would be, it would be really nice to... Because on the carpentry side, now that we have Ant, he kind of takes the lead on, on all of that stuff. Like, me and him will talk about what the objective is, what's the detail, how's this going to look. We'll talk through how we're going to achieve that. Yeah. And then that's all he needs. He can take that, show everybody else, come up with the game plan and just execute it on the paver side. I definitely have to be much more involved yeah. and really be leading the charge on figuring out our elevations and, you know, really like coaching everybody through what the plan is for that project. So that would be a nice thing to have. Yeah. But, uh, at the end of the day, they have to be well-versed, in everything eventually true and be willing to uh to do a little bit of everything yeah but i do think it would probably be easier to find a hardscaper that would be willing to do carpentry than a carpenter willing to do hardscaping yeah as uh experience would yeah lead one to believe yeah no it's uh, you know everything's heavy it's <laughs> it would be a nice break for somebody that comes from hardscaping to be like oh i'm gonna yeah. learn a little bit about carpentry so yeah. uh that's a that's a good thing. Maybe we'll maybe we'll look into that. Something to think about. Definitely something to think about. So we're 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 still kind of working through the pros and cons of when 
we try to hire a new person. Yeah. I think with this time tracking, we'll get a better handle on our day-to-day and we'll get a better handle on planning out the projects so that we can eliminate those bottlenecks of waiting on certain things, scheduling things. So uh, I think after this project, see how it goes, see if we we feel like we have a good enough grasp on our new systems and then push to, you know, maybe find somebody else and keep it moving. Yeah. Sound like a plan? I think that's a great idea. Okay, cool. Uh, All right, so I think that kind of covers our time tracking and all that kind of stuff. Every time you say time tracking, I think you're about to say time traveling. <laughs> Not yet. Next week. Next week. Next sorry. week we might sorry, get into I'm time traveling. Ahead of but uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple of other things that we wanted to get into this week. That is very exciting, obviously. The mm-hmm. time tracking, not time yes. traveling, yes. but time our tracking. scheduling, our schedule for next year. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. approaching the end of August. Yeah. We have been talking about the. You know, we, we've been talking about this wait list on almost every episode. Like, yeah. you got to list us about the marketing because we got this wait list. So uh, yeah. now it's finally time to do something with the wait list. And I think we came up with a, well, you kind of you kind of led the charge on keeping track of the wait list, uh, how we're going to, you know, initiate the consultations and all that kind of stuff. Do you want to, yeah. you want to give a rundown on your plan? Um, yeah. So we have had this wait list going for pretty much almost a full year now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been saying to people, we're booked through 2022. We'll put you on the wait list and then, you know, we'll, we'll see where we are for 2023, which in the beginning of the year sounded very impressive. Now we're like towards the end of the year. And I kept saying that like, oh, we're booked to 2023. It's like, well, that's not that far away now. It's not. So, no. you know, we felt that sense of urgency. So I, uh, I decided we were going to set a date, which our date is September 20th. And that's when we're going to begin consultations. Um, but I sent out a letter to, I think we had about 40 people on our wait list. Yeah. On our, on our revised wait list. Pre-qualified. I, I, I pre-qualified. I had gone through it. Yeah. yeah. I'd gone through it a couple of times to weed people out. Uh, not in a negative way, but like, you know, to get where we wanted to be. Yeah. Um, so I sent out a letter and I said, well, a letter's not a right word. An email. I sent out an email and I just asked people if they were still interested. These are our budget requirements, blah, blah, blah. Um, and asked them if they still wanted to work with us. Don't just, they, don't just glaze over the, the letter that you sent out. The letter is kind <laughs> of the, one of the biggest things of this. Oh. It was on a nice, it was a nice picture I put, I formatted, on it. Yeah, I formatted it so it was a pretty looking email. It was a pretty looking email. <laughs> it it kind of was like a letter. It was a letter. That was then a, attached. In an email, yeah. In an email. Yeah. But the letter is the whole thing. You really nailed it on that. You Thank had the, you. a beautiful picture of one of our projects, and it was like... Well, it didn't feel right to just send out, like, a blank email and be like, yeah. hey, you still interested when, like, Premiere's thing is designed? So I was like, it has to yeah. look nice. It has to look enticing. So it had a job of a picture, or a job of a, a picture of a job. It had all, it all had the information. had a job of a picture on it? a job of a picture. Um, so then I asked people if they were still interested, and... Some of these people have been waiting a year, so I figured, you know, they might have looked elsewhere by now. Yeah. Um, so I got our revised from this new letter, the new wait list yeah. for people who are still interested, and it's still pretty hefty. And uh, on September 20th, that's when we're going to open our books, yep. designs, which is still kind of, we had enough people 
respond back that they were still very interested and want to set something up tomorrow. They're ready to go. Um, that it makes me nervous because you're still going to have to do all these designs for these yeah, people. <laughs> That's going to be another thing that we have to add into uh, our time tracking is doing exactly. designs. Exactly. What I'm doing, because you're still kind of glazing over the wording of the email was so good. Oh, so well, I'm trying to pull you. it up. Uh, here it is. Uh, okay. It's got a beautiful picture of our project at the top. It says Premier Outdoor Living. And then it says, hello, all. Thank you for your patience in regards to our wait list. Exclamation point. I know you are all probably eagerly envisioning your dream backyard makeovers, and we are grateful you have considered Premier Outdoor Living to make those dreams a reality. Another exclamation point. I love exclamation points. I love an yeah. exclamation point. It's great. It, you gotta. I feel like if you don't have an exclamation point on any sentence, it just seems like you're mad at somebody. It's dry. Yeah. Sahara Desert dry. Like a sounds good with no exclamation point. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of sounds good. It sounds bad. Uh, and then it goes on to list that, you know, we are going to start going through the wait list and scheduling consultations starting September 20th. All the other pre-qualifiers, which we've already gone over with these people, but, you yep. know, we want to remind them what the budgets typically are, uh, the design fee, all that kind of stuff, and kind of walk them through how the process is going to work once we uh, schedule the consultation with them. Yeah. And I feel like it was it's 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 kind of a small it's a small little thing sending out a letter to our wait list. It's like you could do it in a million different ways. You could say, "Hi, still interested?" or like, you know, but that's kind of the equivalent of saying like I don't know, like you up, you know? <laughs> You don't want that. This yeah. is like we are engaging in a relationship with these clients yeah. and we want to get them excited about the experience. So yeah. I feel like this is a really cool way to like sum up the excitement that we have about our projects and we want the client to share in that. And this is all part of the process, you know? Yeah. We want people to feel like we waited a year and a half to get Premier Outdoor Living to do our backyard. It was worth every second. The experience was worth it. Uh, all that stuff. Yeah. So and we're, we're a small crew that works on one project at a time and we really get to know the clients. Like we spend so much time with these people now. Do. I feel like they're, they're our best friends. So yeah. I wanted to make it feel like a personal letter to these people who have been waiting for so long. Yeah. And um, most of them have responded with such like exuberance that they like, they really, it was well received. So I thought that it was, yeah. it was great. I thought that was a great way to, because I'd, I'd really just been kind of putting the whole thing off. Like, yeah. well, let's not even think about the way this yet. No. Uh, but we did say initially we'd start reaching out again late summer. Yes. So we picked the last day of summer. <laughs> it's, it's the latest summer date that you possibly have. Exactly. But uh, this way we will schedule all these consultations. Yeah. It sounds like everybody that replied, they already know how much the design costs. They're going to want yep. one. And... We'll go through all that and we'll have our next year booked out before. I mean, we, we really, we can't go out and say like make posts like our books are open because we kind of have to tend to these. Yeah. These waitlist people first. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's going to be like kind of, if you want to hire us, you're going to always have to be on a waitlist of some sort. Yeah. Because we already have some people that are like, I want you, I want you to do it so bad, but we're doing like the one person they're doing an addition it, yeah. it can't start till early 2024. And it's like, well, geez. All right. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy, but I think yeah. this is going to be an amazing position to be in 
Like we're in the it driver's seat. Yes. You know, we're not out there like, please hire us. Yeah. Hire us, please. We're the best. Really, I swear. <laughs> like people are coming to us and they're willing to wait. And I think that's one of the biggest pre-qualifiers. Yeah. Besides money and all that kind of stuff. Like the fact that they're willing to wait for us means they want us to do it, not somebody else. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a great position to be in. And I was so happy. I, I, it has felt like we've been putting it off and like waiting and figuring out how we were going to do this. And yeah. um, it was so well received and everyone was still very, very much like, yes, we want premiere. We like, yeah. so it felt good to finally rip off that bandaid and yeah, it's going to be a lot of work, but I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm excited for you to do it because you do the d- designs. Yeah. But <laughs> Can you learn how to do designs? You learned how to edit really yeah. quickly. Yeah. Maybe that's the next thing I tackle. I think you could do it. I have a tutorial up on YouTube. <laughs> Just watch that and <laughs> okay. get back to me when they're all done. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great position to be in. Yeah. It's a position of power. It is a position of power. But you and know what comes with that? With great power? Great responsibility. Great responsibility. It's true. We need to make sure that we follow through on these huge expectations that we have yeah. set up. Not yeah. only have we put all this stuff online... We've hyped people up. Yeah. We have put them on a wait list. They've waited a year. We've sent yeah. out this cool email. And all the projects have gotten progressively cooler over the past year, so they keep seeing each project get cooler and cooler. So expectations are high, my friend. High is the sky. But you know what? With the right mindset, you can land among the stars. Okay. That was on, <laughs> you know, like one of those high school classroom motivational posters. Shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Something like that, yeah, but that's not right. There's no stars in between here and the moon. Yeah, and even if you're <laughs> among the stars, that means you're lost in space. That sounds horrible. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> something to think about on that one. Uh, I'm excited to see, and we will we will give updates as as to how this process is going, how it's working out for us. Yeah. And, and I'm interested to hear how other people do it too. So if you have yeah. a unique way of doing it, let us know. Cause I'm, yeah, I'm interested. I think, so a lot of people, I think just, they're always out there selling and doing estimates mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And they're weightless, like they're not even weightless, like they're, they're booked projects just keep getting further and further and further out. Yeah. And that to me seems overwhelming to like, design sign a contract with somebody that you're not going to work for for 18 months or something yeah i'd rather because a lot can change in your business and in the market and in the world in that time so i think it's important to like not commit to something and sign a contract that's over a year out yeah so that's why i like the idea of having the wait list and doing the consultations in like a condensed time period yeah so it's like this is design season we're gonna work our tails off, sell these jobs, and then we kind of put it away till next year. Yeah. And then we we'll just think focus it's on good, doing them. It's good for you, too, to... Um, I know how your brain works now, and I think that... You do? Designs you are... Please enlighten me. <laughs> Still trying to figure it out. Designs are hard, and they take a long time, and you really put a lot of effort into these do. designs, and they take hours. So it's hard to... That would feel like a looming thing over your head if you had to do them constantly throughout the year. If you kind of batch, you don't sit down and do more than one in a day. So I'm not saying like batch them like back to back, but you kind of have like this season where you do the designs and then that, you know, then you don't even have to think about it for the rest. You haven't done a design in months. So long. Because they're already booked. So, yeah. So I think that that's a good way to handle that. Hopefully I still remember how to. 
I think you will. You think so? I think you will. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, do. I, hope so. I believe in you. Yeah. I have so I have done a lot of edits to designs like yeah. as we get closer to a project, you know, we might discuss like little changes aesthetically mm-hmm. or, you know, moving something a couple feet. So still doing those type of designs, but it's been a while since I've done a design from scratch. Yeah, which, full design. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm actually, you know, this is getting me excited for that. Yeah. It's getting me really excited for it because uh, that's like such an exciting process. I get to yeah, look at nice this blank slate, come up with a cool picture and uh, really don't have to think too much about building it yet because that's so far away. <laughs> it's just like I can design anything I want and, uh, and that's so exciting. Yeah. So... Wow. Well, we'll keep everybody updated on the wait list and the schedule and how that's all working out and how we're kind of working through it. Because I think we're still trying to figure out, like, how's it going to work with... I can't just talk to 14 people and do 14 designs and say, all right, I'll have them all back in three weeks, you know? Yeah. We'll have to, like, prior... Okay, But that's also, like, yeah. Yes, I think that's... Yeah. Because what you would do before is you would say, you'll have it in a month. But then every single one you were doing, like... <laughs> the day before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't think we should do that anymore, but we'll figure something out. Yeah. We're it's good so for much me. better at our time tracking. We're going to have this. I thought you were going to say time traveling. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. We haven't figured that part out yet, but once we time do... Time traveling? Yeah. Yeah. But the time tracking is going to really help with this. Yes. And I think yes. it'll be great. And I think also, so, too. Yeah. I think It's so going to be great. Ah, <sighs> so many exciting things happening. How long... Uh, what do we got? What do we got on time here? 37 minutes. 37 minutes. Wow, we're getting so efficient with uh, our ideas here. <laughs> yeah. What was that other thing that you wanted to talk about? What? I don't know. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. You had like a really important uh, topic to bring up to everybody. I did? No, was I don't it? think so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it what? When we were talking about topics that we could talk about, I said I suggested burnout as one. Yeah. Should we talk about the fact that you're burnout? I'm not burnout. <laughs> I have migraine, and now Sean thinks that I'm like burnout and ready to. And you have a staycation a plan for, <laughs> for Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I think we should save burnout for a whole other episode on its own. So you think so? TBD on that, yeah. Probably because you're but burnout I, right now. Are you burnout? <laughs> Me? I don't know. I don't think so. No, uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, have, How do we'll you know? figure it out. Yeah. Next you let time. me know after your two day staycation Monday and Tuesday how reinvigorated you feel. Okay. And I then, will do. Uh, maybe that will let me know if I'm yeah. burnout also. I think that you should also take some days off. You think I so? I realized in, in the year that I worked here, I have taken one day, one vacation day. So yeah. I think that that's not good for your mental health. I think that people should take days off. So I might that's have why burn, I'm doing burnout it. blindness. Exactly. I might be blind to so the burnout. So you should take some days off, reassess <sighs> your burnout. I think that's good for everyone to do. Okay, we'll see. We'll circle back to it. I don't want to, but <laughs> I don't want to, but we'll see. All right, secret I'll question time. Open. Okay, I think uh, I think I went first last week. You go first this week. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about my secret question, I feel like I might have asked it, or you might have asked this one. I don't know. Go for it. <laughs> okay. But it's a secret, so I don't. How would I know? If you could time travel, yeah, we talked about time traveling oh. to any time period. What time period would you travel to? I don't think you asked that. No? Uh, I, don't I think th- you asked where I would go if I could. If, if I could live anywhere. Live anywhere. Yeah. Maybe that was what I'm thinking of. Or okay. it was like where could, if you could, you know, it's not important. Un- it's not important. important. It's not important. If you could time travel to any time oh. period, where would you go? What What time period oh. would you go to? Uh, 
That's a tough one. I feel like uh, there would... Okay, so in this scenario, am I like fully immersed in the world or am I kind of just like just a invisible bystander? Because huh. the world seemed pretty dangerous back then. That's a good and I look, question. And I look, you know, different than they would look. So they would just be like, kill that guy right away. What, like your clothes? Yeah, just or like, like you as a person. Just like my clothes. Like if I just showed up in 1610, okay, they'd be like, <laughs> oh, this guy obviously is not from here. <laughs> Stone him to death. It's, <laughs> he's the devil, you know? So Okay, what, you can time travel in time-appropriate clothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, still pretty dangerous most times of the world. I would say, and I'm just there for a little bit and I can leave whenever? Yeah, you're just, oh, there, okay. you're just there for a little vacay. I would say the Roaring Twenties. Oh, yeah. Seems fun. Yeah, I okay. know. The depression hasn't happened yet. Okay. World War One did just happen, but, you know, I think people have moved past that <laughs> and they're ready to just roar. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, people didn't know that stuff was like bad for you then. So they were just living carefree. Yeah. Uh, you know, that just seems like such a, a good time. And, and you got the jazz music or whatever, or the yeah. swing. I don't know. Everyone's smoking cigs and yeah. doing coke and stuff. Just were they doing that? What? I think it was Whoa. like a prescription thing. It was. Yeah, they used to like. I, maybe it's just like for women. Like they'd be like, "Oh, she's a uh, that lady's a little crazy." What is that? There's a word for it. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> I didn't know this dark part of history. <laughs> I feel like every part of history has a dark. Has yeah, a, like a, that's I could true. be a Debbie Downer for any part of history. Yeah. Um, God, what is it called when women would? I don't know. It, like, it, it, it would, like a woman would be too emotional. It would be like a housewife who was being too emotional. And they'd be like, commit her. She's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Give I her wish, some Coke. Yeah. That'll fix her. Uh, One of those situations. I wish you could still do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the 20s seem fun, though. Like, yeah. the fun stuff seems fun. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's mine. Okay. Uh. You know, it actually just brought up another thing that I just learned recently. You know the term gaslighting? Yes, I do. People use it all the time. Yeah. You know, for like everything. Yeah. I didn't understand what it meant at all. Yeah. Uh, Recently, I found out what the origin of that is from. Okay. It is uh, because you were talking about, you know, getting your significant other committed to a mental (laughs) hospital. It was uh, this movie. I think it was called Gaslight or something or something like that. And the husband like didn't want to be married to his wife anymore uh-huh. and he would like keep messing with the, the the gas lamp in the house and like turning it on turning it off and she would be like did you just turn that off and he'd be like no i didn't touch it and like started convincing her that she Ooh. was going crazy because you, you know divorce was like not really a thing then so he had to like make her think that she was going crazy and then get her committed wild yeah so i still don't understand most of the time when people are like that's gaslight like i don't i don't know maybe i'm just like a very a simpleton mentally <laughs> that i can't understand these these complex concepts I think, no i think gaslighting itself is very cut and dry it's like it's that it's like you're convincing someone else that they are unwell in some way or like oh okay. but people just say it all the time now for anything it's like if you're just like slightly not a nice guy in like a different way. People are like, oh, you're gaslighting. It's like one of yeah. those terms that like has evolved and kind of lost its meaning. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, I just thought that was an interesting 
you know, since that we're talking is, about getting yeah. people committed to mental asylums. Yeah, we won't we won't do that. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, okay, so what is the time period that you would go back to? I think I would go back to um, like ancient Roman times. It seems like just lawless chaos, and I feel like that might be fun to live in for a while. Yeah, <laughs> just to experience. Like go to a gladiator event. Um. You think you could sit there and watch that? No, actually, I don't think I could. Like people just like stabbing each other and like. Yeah, I no, didn't I see the movie, so I don't know what happened to Russell Crowe. You know, um, I was thinking of the movie Three Hundred. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, Sparta. Sparta. This is Sparta. Oh no, wait, did I say I watched that? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I feel like I've seen it because I kind of know the plot. Yeah, it just seems like lawless chaos. Everyone's got a purpose. Everyone's like partying and doing crazy stuff. So that seems like it just seems fun and and lawless. I don't want to live there forever, <laughs> okay. but I just want to like see it. Okay. Okay. I think that's what I'd go with. <laughs> Learning a lot about you. Lawless chaos. Love it. Lawless chaos. Okay. Uh, all right. You ready for my question? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. My question. What is a documentary that you would recommend to somebody? A documentary I yeah. would recommend to somebody. That's to a who? must watch. Uh, to whoever to you anybody? want. anybody? Yeah, to anybody. Huh. Just one that made a big impact, like that you thought was really like, wow, that was interesting or Ooh. impactful or changed my mind about something that's a great question thank you um, appreciate that i feel like most of the documentaries that i've watched are about serial killers i went on like a real dark like deep dive okay <laughs> about Lawless learning chaos about chaos and, and serial killers. killers yeah and uh, cocaine and mental institutions really uh yeah you're peeking in my brain here um <laughs> yeah. uh, no i you know, there's all these podcasts about serial killers and like, yeah, I really got into serial killer, like the psychology behind, after all, I'm a psychology major who didn't finish college. Me too. But all, it's all very like psychology based. So I was very interested in that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of serial killer ones that I find very interesting, but I think that that's not great for the a general recommendation. public. I think the one that really made the most impact on me as a person was, um, I think I know which one you're going to say. I bet. What? Blackfish. Yes. That's what I, that's <laughs> exactly I what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't that know. was so sad. The and floppy dorsal fins yeah. of the whales. Yeah. Yeah. For people who don't know, Blackfish is about um, SeaWorld and all the killer whales that they have in their possession who have like... Don't call them that. Orca whales. Sorry. Yeah. That's so offensive. They're orca whales. <laughs> they're not... They're not well, killers. in this case... Some of them have killed people because they're like, they go insane because they're just in these tiny little pools. And it's very sad. Yeah. Um, and not only is it sad about SeaWorld, which is a place that I used to go when I was a kid and loved it because it was an opportunity to see animals. I didn't realize how like sad it was. Yeah. But then it makes you feel like it makes you think about how other animals are kept. Like, oh, it's not just SeaWorld that treats animals terribly. It's like a lot of places that treat animals terribly. So yeah. that was very eye opening. Very sad. Balled my eyes out on that. Oh, that's sad. Another interesting one about animals. Tiger King. <laughs> I did like Tiger King, too. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, Grizzly Man. What's that? You don't know Grizzly Man? No, I don't think so. Grizzly Man is about a man who went and lived with grizzly bears for a while. Oh, that seems dangerous. Spoiler alert. He died. It doesn't end well. I don't know if I should, you know. I think you can. He was eaten. He was eaten by him, yeah. He brought he like he was with these grizzly bears. He lived with them for like years and years and years, and uh, fully immersed himself in these bears. He'd go every I think it was every winter. He would like go and live with these bears, and they loved him. And he'd like 
wrestle with these bears. And then one year he brought his girlfriend with him. Oh, no. They didn't like that. Ate them both. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. But it was still interesting to see, like, you know, it's cool for people to interact Do with animals, but, like, eaten? also don't. No, you don't see him get eaten. Oh, because they ate the camera, too? Um, Did they recover footage from that? They, I feel like it was just audio, but there is, like, some sort of something. I can't, I watched it a very long time ago, but. There's, like. I think it's audio of. The um, altercation? I, if I'm remembering correctly, it's audio of the woman, like, asking for help. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, like, dark. Yeah. I don't, why is this getting so dark? I don't anyway. know. Everything about your your answers right now is <laughs> dark and depressing. Sorry. You I need can't the think of like an uplifting. Staycation. I feel like documentaries are always depressing, though. What's your favorite documentary? Okay, I got a good one. Okay. Genius about okay. Kanye. Oh. So good. So good. But he, I can't, I can't with that. What? Did you watch it? I didn't watch it, but he's okay. like another mentally ill person that's like. Well, yeah, the th- it's a three-part documentary. The third episode is like, you know, he's he has some mental issues for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that part isn't. It's interesting, I guess, but it's not like that part isn't great. But yeah, the part I love so much is the first, the first two. It's like before he got famous. It's like he had this guy like follow him around and film everything about his life like all the time like way before he had like made it and his unwavering belief in himself when nobody cared about who he was is just like so amazing yeah it's like it's very inspiring the amount of belief he had in himself and i think that is the reason for a lot of his success yeah and uh you know and then he was all, and I think he's also bipolar, so like then that yeah, I feel like uh, came out. But the delusion part of it is kind of yeah upsetting. Yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> the I think it's a really good example of how much you can accomplish if you just believe in yourself. Yeah, I like that. He believed in himself so much. It's super interesting. It's really, really an interesting uh, documentary, and seeing the whole process of him going from like nobody to I mean and then at the end it gets like he's losing a little bit but yeah uh highly recommend it okay I was very inspired by it I'll give it I'll give it a go you'll give it a go I'll give it a go I think everyone should whether you like Kanye or not he's a very polarizing figure but it's it's super interesting and especially the beginning uh inspirational yeah I do find it very interesting that he like hired somebody to film him before he was even famous like he was so yeah, he just was like, he was like, I'm going to be the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. And like, he was saying that and he just like fully believed it. That's interesting. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Okay. So that's what, that's what I got for that answer. All right. Love does it. That, does that pretty much wrap up our episode? I think this so. Week? I think so. All right. Well, uh, enjoy your two day staycation. Thank you very much. Hope it cures your burnout. <laughs> um, and Another thing I want to mention is if you check out our vlog this week, it is Catherine's editorial debut of the vlog. Start to finish, edited the whole thing. Uh, Let us know what you think of it. And uh, round of applause for you. I'm very very proud of you you taking the initiative on that. And I think it turned out really great. But we'll see what the public thinks and see what the reviews are. Speaking of reviews, leave us a five-star review on the podcast. It helps more than 
we know because we don't really know what it does, <laughs> but it helps. It does. Thank you for the people who have left very nice comments. Yes. And uh, I guess until next time, this has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week.